Finally, after countless hours planning and starting over, the time is now. I am proud to present and begin The Bearded Table, a fun and informative podcast covering a variety of sports and pop culture topics. Today's episode is going to be a small peek of what to expect from the show and myself. For those who don't know, my name is Jonathan Koval, and I am your bearded wonder and guide through the world of sports. I'm a student at Full Sail University pursuing a career in sportscasting. Whether my career will be in front of the camera or behind the microphone, I am excited to see where the life will take me and to share it with you. On today's episode, I'll be giving my prediction for the NFC and AFC playoff picture and my pick for this year's Super Bowl. Also, I'll be discussing how the NBA's bubble has set a standard in safety for players and staff during the COVID pandemic and how other leagues can follow suit. Finally, I'll talk about what sports will look like in 2021 and how leagues and franchises will respond. The NFL is finally back, and man does it feel great. The Chiefs and Texans put on a show Thursday night for all NFL fans. The Chiefs just really showed us that they are firing on all cylinders offensively and defensively. I think the Texans, they have a lot of room for improvement. Losing a guy like DeAndre Hopkins really puts your offense in a rut having that number one guy not around. You have a bunch of number twos and threes really wanting to step up. But when you compare skill, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is on a whole other level compared to Will Fuller, not taking anything away from Fuller's game. But, I mean, look at the numbers, you know. It's going to take time. But I think, you know, over time they'll find that right guy for the team. Let's get into the AFC. You know, I think a lot of teams are poised to make a good run in the playoffs. You got Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, who were 14-2 and last year, one of the best teams in the NFL, but they crumbled in the playoffs. Patriots, they were 12-4. and and now you got a guy like Cam Newton, a former MVP, taking over the helm of the Patriots dynasty led by Tom Brady for the past 20 years. It's going to be something very interesting, and I'm excited to see it. Then you have the Chiefs. They were 12-4 and as well last year. They're in a position where they can run all the way to the Super Bowl, I believe. You have the Bills and the Texans, who were both 10-6 and last year. Like I said, the Texans losing DeAndre Hopkins, I think, is going to put a little bump in their road. But if there's anybody in this league who can get a team together and push towards a common goal, I think it's Deshaun Watson. We have the Titans. You know, Titans 9-7. and seven. They're a good team. They just picked up a guy like Javion Clowney. When you beef up your defense with a guy like that, when you got a freight train in the form of Derrick Henry in that offense, this team could be dangerous. They showed last year to the Patriots that they're not a team to mess around with. And finally, you know, the Steelers, they were 8-8 eight eight last year with a second and third string quarterback, probably a third string and practice squad quarterback if you really want to think about it. You're bringing in a guy who just came off an elbow surgery at 38 years old. This surgery can either make or break Ben Roethlisberger. I truly believe this will be a chance for the Steelers to show what they have to offer as a team. You have a solid defense ranked number one across multiple categories and you have an offense that's poised to do something with a solid quarterback play. I think for the AFC this year and the conference championship, it'll be the Chiefs versus the Ravens. With the Ravens coming out on top, I think Lamar Jackson will finally get something right and get to where he needs to be. When I look at the NFC, I think about one thing, and that's Drew Brees. I am a huge Drew Brees fan. This guy has been very close the past couple years to getting Houdat Nation back to the Super Bowl. Whether it be 
bad call by the referee or just a slip-up play towards the end of the game. The Saints are poised to really make a run in this playoff this year. I think the Packers are a little shaky at times. I think Aaron Rodgers is saying to people his arm doesn't hurt, but he's also getting up there in age as well. And I think losing certain pieces or gaining other players is kind of messing with the offensive scheme itself. And I think the Packers are starting to suffer from that. If I'm looking in the NFC, though, I'm looking at the Seahawks. I'm looking at the 49ers. These are teams that literally been right on the cusp of making it to the Super Bowl or making it to the conference championships. The NFC this year is going to be a good conference. The only sleepers I can truly see out of the NFC are possibly the Cowboys or the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers just got one of the best quarterbacks in NFL history in the form of Tom Brady. Yes, he's 43 years old, but this man has won championship after championship and proven time and time again that he is one of the greatest quarterbacks of our generation. The Cowboys, though, they have young pieces that if they can get together and form a team and a bond, they can really do something. If Dak Prescott can get Ezekiel Elliott and C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper and all these other guys to come together and this defense can hold it down, I really do believe the Cowboys could possibly really wake some people up this year and prove that they are America's team. And I really believe, you know, this year for the Super Bowl, I think it'll be Ravens versus the Saints with the Saints coming out on top. I really do believe Drew Brees is going to get that opportunity that he's been waiting for since they won their first championship for New Orleans. Next to the agenda, let's talk about the NBA bubble. The NBA bubble has really shown how to handle a virus such as COVID. No one has ever really faced anything like this in our time. You know, you've had the bubonic plague or other diseases in the past that have like wiped out millions. You know, in a time where we have technology and innovation, we can get a grasp on this. And I really think the NBA has. When COVID first broke out, you know, a lot of people were worried about what was going to happen to concerts or everyday life. You know, the same thing too with sports. What was going to happen to the stadium filled with people? Were we going to have seasons? MLB was in the middle of spring training when COVID broke out and had to stop and figure out a plan. And the NBA was in the middle of their season. So these teams and leagues had to figure out a plan to stop their season, pick it back up in a safe environment. And I think the NBA handled that the best. I'll give credit to the NHL. They had multiple bubbles over in Canada. And I want to say it was Minnesota in our country. It To have those couple bubbles and how these players combined and Everybody there and safe is the biggest priority. Yes, you want to see these people play. Yes, you want to see your team win a championship. But you also want these people to live healthy and safe lives. That is the number one priority in all of this. So I really give credit to the NHL for what they've done and the NBA as well. If I don't know if any of you guys have seen online or any of the videos. The NBA bubble is an ex- extraordinary place. There's a barber shop. There's multiple lounges and things for you to do. These players are in a great position. And they're healthy. There's been so many tests and many results have been negative. On July 13th, there was two players who tested positive out of 322 that were tested. And two weeks later, they were perfectly fine. They quarantined inside their rooms and followed their protocols and were allowed to be back on the court. They have not had any positive tests since July 29th when those two guys tested negative. The NBA has allowed family to come in and see their loved ones play and finish out the rest of these playoff runs. It's something that is truly special, and my hat is off to the NBA and other leagues who have followed protocols. Finally today, let's talk about how sports will look in 2021. 
I really believe leagues such as the MLB, NHL, and NBA, and even the NFL, they have a task in front of them to kind of pick the pace up. You know, the MLB is going to end around November when they start around February, March. So these guys who are used to maybe three and a half, four months off are going to be getting two months off, maybe three, depending on the sport. You know, it's, I think it's going to take a toll on these training regimens a lot of these players are on. It's going to be veterans have never experienced before a rushed off season but let's talk about how the fans are going to be in 2021 you know i don't think a stadium is going to have 70,000 packed into one space you know thursday night in the chiefs texans game arrowhead stadium was at 22 percent capacity with 17,000 fans i'm in the state of florida and right now we can't even go out to restaurants without wearing masks or doing certain things so the ability in another state to have 17,000 people packed in the one spot is kind of astonishing to someone that's living where I am. You know, I think over time we'll be able to have 50% capacity, maybe 75, but I don't see in 2021 a full packed house watching any live sporting events. I really believe that this is going to take a little longer than people are really expecting. You know, you look on the news, you see, oh, come January, Everything's going to be good. COVID will be a thing of the past. It'll be another flu. But we never faced something like this and don't know how it can mutate or what it could change into. I think we still need to be very cautious and follow certain protocols, wear masks, sanitize as much as you can. You know, those stadiums, I think, will follow their own protocols and create, you know, social distancing in themselves. I think it's going to be something those stadiums will have to take upon themselves. The league, I'm sure, administer certain guidelines that they have to follow and then kind of make their own from there. I think it's going to be something very interesting, and I'm excited to see how 2021 will look for the world of sports. With football about to get underway, I believe it's time to go grab a beer and get comfy because NFL Sundays are back. I want to thank you for tuning in and taking the time out of your day. It means a lot, but this is only the beginning. In the upcoming weeks and months, I hope to have regular weekly content to put out for everyone, along with guests, and even eventually I hope to have the Beard to Table be a filmed podcast. I hope you are excited as I am to begin this journey. From the Beard to Table, I'm John Nicoval, signing off.